What is good, my Taurus babies? Listen, I had to get into the mood. I've been wanting to do your erotic astrology from day one, booze. But um, just got a little tied up and busy, and I wanted to make sure I had time to just explore you, right? Before we got into the bed sheets. And first time ever, first zodiac, we're gonna be also exploring your erogenous zones. So let's get into it now. Um, right before I got into this, I've been listening to this one song um, I like by Guy. So that's the good mood we're gonna be going with, I guess, for the rest of the exploration of Taurus erotic astrology and zones. And also, um, for those of you who heard the little clip earlier in the Taurus season, the song that really reminds me of you, Taurus, um, is uh, that one song. Uh, do I have it on here? I think it's by Queen something or other. And I was just jamming to that one. But she was talking about... I should have it here on my... Uh, playlist I will recognize it as soon as I see it um Sugar Daddy yes Sugar Daddy by um Queen Herbie H-E-R-B-Y the lyrics on that just gives me everything Taurus um one of my best friends is Taurus and um one of the things that I noticed when we we're going through Taurus season we have now reached the culmination of that. But to me, when I think of Taurus, I think of... So let me let me kind of backtrack a little bit, just so you kind of see how we explore each of the zodiac signs and each of the feminines. I would encourage you to check the other feminines moving forward and how you can become even more well-rounded. When I think of Virgo, Virgo to me is finance, banking, you know, like the currency, the dollar bills, um... That type of the banking system. But when I think about Taurus, Taurus is material. It is possessions. It is, you love me, where's the title? You love me, where's the deed? It is very much um, Hermes. It is very much those designer bags that, you know, you're not just getting this at the store, you know, any regular store, Cavazon. The bags come with certificates, like, with authentic authentication um, IDs on it, right? This is the Rolex that's certified, right? So I absolutely love that. I think it's just also confirmation. If you have Taurus anywhere in your placements, what you're going to want to check is, you know, how comfortable are you with, with the physical, with the material, with the luxury? Um, for those of us who like to say, well, it's all about the spiritual and not materialistic, Virgo going to tell you otherwise, and Taurus going to tell you otherwise. Um, before I get into the erotic astrology too, I, I want you to understand, because a lot of the foreplay is really the mind. The largest sexual organ is really the mind across the board. And so if you understand that the mindset, it adds to that attraction. It's kind of like that saying, you know, foreplay be begins in the kitchen. It's the idea of spending time together, cooking together, washing the dishes together, that sinistry, you know, it's about little tokens of love and affirmations throughout the day that lead into the bedroom. And one of the things with Taurus, it it's quite possible from my speculation that 
their love language is going to be, you know, there's five love languages. And for them, it, it's tokens of love. And I didn't quite understand tokens of love until I met my BFF, Taurus. And for the longest time, you know, us girls, there's about five of us. But um, that, that we run in circles, right? We, we run in groups. And so um, we, you know, I, I love the flowers. I love the hugs. I love the kisses, right? Really, I'm learning to kind of more prefer all of the five. And But I didn't understand why her thing was, she's like, she would say, I don't like flowers. I don't want you to give me flowers. I don't want you to give me chocolate. And, I, you know, I, I'm a little, I was judging. I was judging your girl a little bit, right? But one of the things like I had to come and respect is one time I remember like there's certain things I remember throughout life. But I remember we were driving back from Los Angeles and um, we had just had like a girl's day out. And so that conversation came up again and she was like, no. Nah. And she's like, I don't I don't like flowers. And I was like, girl, why don't you know, like that is so romantic. And she's like, no, because she's like, when the flowers die, how am I going to remember him? She's like, I will prefer that he gives me like a teddy bear or like a necklace. So, you know, that lasts forever. She's like, if you once you eat the chocolate, it's gone. I have nothing. And I was like, oh, I get it. Right. And I also think about, you know, end of the day, some people, there, there are going to be pros and cons, right? There's pros and cons to every sign. There's pros and cons to materialism. There's pros when you're putting shoes on your baby's feet and, you know, making sure that they're dressed and putting a roof over their head and making sure they have transportation. Right. And it's another thing when you're just going after people for material possession. So, you know, it just is what it is. Um, but obviously, there's the beautiful things behind it. And I think that this is a great opportunity. We're going to explore, um, you know, what it means, I think, express with material and loving things. So let's get into it. Now, y'all know I have been loving this book. It's called um, Erotic Astrology, The Sex Secrets of Your Horoscope Revealed by Phyllis Vega. She is, I I absolutely love this. Um and she, there's a science to this, right? So um, for those of you who have been listening to the other Zodiacs and here for this one, she goes into her, her um, I guess, presupposition. I know how to spell the word. Presupposition. Not going to say it. Um, I'm going to try to say it later. Watch. <laughs> but um, she's saying that there's synastry or there's a, there's a combo or there's importance between your sun and your Mars. Your sun and your Mars, you know, tell you about your sex drive. Your moon and your Venus tell you about your love nature, right? And um, I have also been noticing there's there's a there's there is a science to it. I believe the Mars for for men tells what their wife what they look for in the wife, and. I want to say Jupiter tells the woman what what her what are the qualities she'll want in her divine masculine. It was something like that. I have to look into it a little bit more, but I, I think that's what the placements are. Um, so since it's erotic astrology, and I already kind of gave a little bit of my insights on it, let's let's go into what happens if your Taurus is in Sun uh, Sun if your Taurus is in as your sun sign or in your Mars. Let's get into the sex drive of that, right? So let's go to 
page through oh, page three here. Let me put my phone down because you guys know I'm recording from my phone. Alright. We can listen to some music. Oh, 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 that is so cool. It opened up right to it. That is awesome. <laughs> it opened up right to it. Okay. So let's get into it. It says turn that down just a little bit. It says, sensible and concerned with, with the practical necessities of life, Taurus is generally considered the earthiest of the three earth signs. And I love that, you know, um, I just really want to, maybe for those of you who are listening and you kind of feel like you're a little bit holier than now and you're, you're going to, this is for the person who is fighting, you know, the spiritual like, oh, it's, it's all about where we're going. No, it's a, Taurus is very much about being sensible. What is practical? What are the necessities of life? And then I think that once you get into necessities, then you get into luxury, right? It says your your tranquil, easygoing nature inclines, right? Love love how she writes, you guys. I'm a little bit of a nerd here, so let's push through it. Your tranquil, easygoing nature inclines toward beauty and harmony in all things. Introverted, you prefer to sit back and wait for opportunity to come knocking. Now, this is absolutely phenomenal, I think, especially for my divine feminines, because one of the things that we are all, regardless of your signs and your placements and your natal chart makeup, we are learning to be receptive. We are learning to be magnetic. And so here, Taurus, you know, one of the things I love about this, um, the song by Queen Hervey, at the beginning, she's like, um... If it's my if it's my purpose to come and experience the riches of this world, y'all bitches that are let me work. And it's like Taurus, you know, represent always show us how it's done, you know, and so show us how it, it is to just sit back and wait for opportunities to come knocking. Right? It's like one of those things where uh you know when you go out dancing and there's that everybody has takes their turns and Taurus is like you're up show us how it's done right It says unswerving in your devotion to physical reality and the security of the tangible world you're not attracted to the realm of nebulous ideas and this is talking a little bit like you want to have a little bit of unbalance right This is one of those areas like I, I have been where I'm all about the nebulous, the cosmic, the spiritual, going to heaven, took no consideration of what's going on in the 3D realm. Uh, Taurus, where you might want to balance it is, yes, there's physical, you know, the tangible, very important, um, but just have that balance there. But as you're having conversations, you're going to know how mature people are, you know, based on, on what extreme they're going to. Um. Another thing about Taurus, I kind of, I want to say they're fixed, but um, very loyal. I mean, she has been, we have been friends like for years now, right? Um, The loyalty is just something very special and something that you value. The material is just um, a physical, tangible of what you really want. You want the longevity in your relationships. You want the stability right? You're, you're for the commitment. And I think that this is also great for Taurus males. Um, actually, one of the first guys I started talking to, um, we didn't get to boyfriend, girlfriend, but he was so, so nice. And I was remembering that the other day. Um, 
I, I remember he was such a gentleman. Um, and it just, it didn't work out. I didn't start dating until I was like 19. Um, but I, 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 for some reason he came up in my mind and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, I remember talking to him very much a gentleman, um, and very upstanding. And in, in spite of everything, and I think even for his age, you know, at the time that we were back then, it was like, I really have to give him kudos for that. When I think about a gentleman for real, for real, um, but I think that this is a nice fit in terms of whether you're getting a Taurus as a, as a divine counterpart for a divine feminine or divine masculine, because the divine feminines, she's going to definitely, you know, want the material things, but she's going to make your house absolutely a home. Um, absolutely, you know, uh, do the cooking and the, the nourishment and the the things that make a home soft. And I think that a divine masculine that is a Taurus is the type that's, he's going to love to show his affection by, he's the one that's, you, you hear about these women that get the cars in their name and they're getting the houses in their name and they're getting the the jewelry and the they're getting the bags that comes with the certificates. And he knows, I've heard of this. There have been guys that will say like, you know, I got you the bag. Here's the certificate to show it's authentic too. Like that's on a whole other level. You, you understand what I'm saying? This is more likely, I think, to be the guy that's going to want to get the marriage license and to have things down in paper and is going to have the life insurance policy to make sure that you're taken care of, right? So... I absolutely love that. It says your friends and relations count on you for material help and support because you take your commitments seriously. There you have it. It says home and family come first with you and you're not likely to run off at the first sign of trouble. Yeah, this is I'm so loving this. Okay, it says as a member of one of the most reliable zodiac signs, you carefully guard your image of respectability. Despite your innate good nature and amiable sense of humor, you dislike being made to look foolish. Okay, so if you have a boo thing and you already fallen in love with the description, I'm telling you about your Taurus, divine feminine, divine masculine, you know, um, I'm going to call it, um, at the time that I'm recording this, we just finished talking about um, Bilal and Shaida, Shaida on the 90 Day Fiance, and um, it was that scenario where she kind of popped him upside the head a little bit, and I, I think she was absolutely being playful, and um, I want to talk a little bit more on that on another podcast, but I think that... Um, it was one of those things where he probably felt foolish. It was on TV, knew that it was going to be recorded. They kept it in there. The producers kept that scene in there. And, you know, um, you're, you're, if, if you have a partner, you know, you're going to want to think about there, there might be some things where you might say something that and don't, don't embarrass them. Do not embarrass them um, it publicly, like just. Be careful with your words. The good thing is it says they're not going to run off at the first sign of trouble, but but don't push the limits. You know, just think about that. They don't like they don't like being made to look foolish. Same thing. He was trying to tell her that she had a booger in her nose and pretty sure he would probably told her that in public in front of other people, too. Right. So just something to keep in, in mind. What is a good sense of humor uh, with them? But don't make them look like a fool. It says, although not actually lazy, the bull patiently refuses to waste energy. 
So better at finishing projects than starting them, you think and plan, but have an awful time taking the first step. And so this is cool in the sense that if it's a divine feminine, it's okay because you're going to be the type that's going to wait for the divine masculine to make the move. I actually think that the men should make the first move. They should take on that role and in some senses being the chaser energy too when you're starting off the relationship. Um, but you also want to pay attention to that too, how that plays out for the courtship of the relationship and going into the marriage in terms of, um, you know, finishing and starting. And I think that this really highlights how the divine feminine plays the role of the muse. I I adore everything that comes with Taurus. Pisces is another divine feminine archetype that I absolutely adore too. Um, but when you think of divine feminine, one of the things I've been wanting to talk about is, you know, div- I think we're in a sp- it's a it's a beautiful place for divine feminines to be in a collective as as quote unquote painful or as dark as it can be, because we're starting to learn that we are the muse, we inspire right? We are the ones who set the golden standards. We're the ones who are there to, to to spark and ignite all kinds of beautiful things into the minds of the, of the, of the man, right? And so this divine feminine archetype is kind of the one that's going to be like, babe, let's go to Morocco. And she will start packing the bags, but she would just hit that wall. But it's like up to the divine masculine to pay for the ticket, book the reservations, you know, and, and take care of that stuff. In fact, I got to watch my parents book the um their flight and everything and very much that same energy. Because sometimes we talk about the signs, but sometimes we're talking about energy. And so my mom was just like, I want to go to Costa Rica. But when it came down to the finishing the project, my dad's and we've done this before. We took a trip to Canada for his family. And so same dynamic. She will just say, I want to do this. I want to go here. I want. And so then he will come in and he'll pay for the tickets. He will book the flights. He will um, plan the trips where we're staying and that type of a thing. So there's that synastry in the relationships. And it's a beautiful thing once you know what each other's strengths are. I think for Divine Masculine, I think that sometimes they miss out because your Divine Feminine is supposed to be there to help, like, help be the beautiful part outside of work. I mean, you're around big D energy at work all the time, right? You're um, dealing with other Masculines who are just muscle and brawn and getting things done and when you get home you know a lot of the times that divine feminine is the one that's like brings the softer things to life that makes you want to go on that vacation to go to the spa resort to go get massages to go experience things and taste different things together and listen go to concerts and music and stuff I mean really at the end of the day feminine energy drives a lot of the things that we do in life that are pleasurable, that are fun, that make life worth living. And so if you can understand that balance, you will, you know, I think at the maximum out of your relationships and out of life. So it says, although you cannot be rushed when left to your own devices, you do a good job. And that's the thing, too, I noticed, like in terms of coworkers, Taurus does not like to be rushed. OK, so one more paragraph and then we're going to get into bed. Um, and turn on, turn ons and turn offs. Okay. So it says on an emotional level, however, bulls can be totally clueless. (laughs) 
Remarkably ignorant of their own inner makeup, you have limited understanding of what makes people tick. Virtually no interest in finding out. <laughs> so you can come across as self-absorbed. Which, if I'm going to be honest, my Taurus babies is not a good combination because if you are materialistic and then on top of that, you're not paying attention to how other people um, feel, then yeah, you're coming across as like, people people not really going to be feeling you. So I say, you know, learn how to balance that. That definitely comes with emotional intelligence. Um We've talked a little bit about that, but yeah, my divine, my, my little Taurus babies for both um, men and women. And so then it's interesting how this plays out. I think we've been seeing a lot of this archetype unfold. You have people who just pursue material materials, but they haven't mastered what that means to people. And so I think even for divine masculines, you can end up in a situation where you're giving her all of these physical things, but we, you know, I remember one of the relationships I was in, I, I do like nice things, right? But I just wanted them to come home and I wanted to spend time with them. And it, it has to do a little bit my love language. But I think for the most part too, some that's where you get these relationships where divine feminines will say, you know, he bought me the necklaces and the earrings and the cars and the houses, but he wasn't home. He, you know, he was always working and we didn't always get to spend time together. And, and those are the type of people that cherish the memories and the intimacy and the companionship and the laughter. Right. And the communion, the fellowship. Right. Um, and, and, and it's funny because. I'm going to run out of time here, but I think that you need to pay attention to sometimes you're presenting this way and you don't even realize that you're coming up across that way and you'll attract a certain type of energy. But this is both for men and women. And and so just kind of pay attention to that. And for those of you who have Taurus in your other placements, um, it, depending on your houses, um, you know, if it's your and your rising or your son too, th- these things, this this is how you could be coming across to people. It says naturally reticent. So again, they're using words such as reticent. Um, Another word that they used here was um, um, not lazy. There was another word that was in here. Innate. So innate is kind of like hidden deep within you. Innate good nature. And another word here is reticent. It's just kind of like behind the scenes. Um, below the surface. So naturally reticent, you rarely share your inner thoughts with anyone. And sometimes your loved ones may feel shut out. So just keep that in mind. Again, remember, I mentioned that, you know, before you get into the bed, which is the next paragraph, we're going to go into the bed with with Taurus now, is, you know, the mind being the, the largest sexual organ, and you're wanting to build intimacy, and you're wanting to, to connect with someone, pay attention to that. Okay. So it says, sexually, those born under the sign of the bull are deeply passionate, although somewhat reserved. And I love that for divine feminine energy. I love it also for divine masculine energy. I think that it's nice and it's cautious. It definitely adds to, you know, um, one of the signs that we did earlier this year. um, The energy was there. Oh, I think it was Aries. Aries will fall in love with you real quick, but Aries will also fall out of love with you just as quickly, right? Um, and so 
one of the things that they cautioned Aries was, you know, take your time with things. And if you ease into it, it's like you build that love and that commitment and the partnership, right? And it makes it easier for you to to fall in love and stay in love. And so that's one of the strengths that I see here with Taurus. It's like, um, it talks about, um, foreigners are deeply passionate, although somewhat reserved. It's okay to start off reserved, right? It says, fearful of rejection, you prefer to draw love to you rather than to pursue it openly. For my divine masculines, you know, this is something that you're going to have to balance out. You're going to have to learn how to pursue the right woman and what she looks like, um, right? So it says, um, since Taurus is naturally charming, alluring, and sexy, you probably have little trouble attracting romantic partners, okay? And I think that's a clue there for divine masculines, like being charming, right? Um... And I think for Divine Feminists, this is just absolutely beautiful energy for you to be in. Charming, alluring, right? You might want to research what these words mean. Sexy. Um, When intimately involved with someone, you make a caring and considerate lover. However, you require a lot of affection and and consideration in return and thrive on flattery and compliments. So if you're trying to get to a Taurus Divine Feminine, like if you're a masculine, right? Because I'm giving the tips like... The masculine, I do believe you do need to pursue, boo. Okay? So this is where a flattery comes in and compliments. I've heard this across the board before, too, um, from other, like, quote-unquote dating gurus. You're going to want to learn how to give nice compliments. Okay? On flattery. I think it kind of works with every woman, but, hey. Um, And I love it, too. I, I can definitely relate with divine feminines because, I mean, with these Taurus. I'm needy, like, I like to be around my boo. Like, I like to have a lot of affection, a lot of time, a lot of consideration in return. So I'm right there with you, Divine Feminines, in terms of this. It says, to you, good sex usually means, ooh, yes, this is, like, I'm telling you, Taurus. To you, good sex means sensuous, passionate, and uncomplicated physical relationship. Listen. Taurus ain't trying to be nothing complicated. Like, what you mean you don't, you need more time to figure out if you love me or not? Like, but no. What woman doesn't want, you know, um, uncomplicated, right? Like, who who wants complicated uh, physical relationship? I love this. It says, your ideas about love tend to be traditional. And that is true. You know, they're wanting the, the marriage and the kids preferably um, wanting to hold off until marriage to, to be intimate in those type of things and to get married before they have the children. It's okay, Bruno. Okay, so it says, you refuse to play love games or to, you refuse to play games and you don't make promises that you can't keep. You are naturally seductive and I apologize. There's, it's a bird out there he's chasing. Oh my Hold on one second. I apologize. Bruno. It's a mockingbird. I was out there and the mockingbird was like coming around. Okay. It says you are, um, you are naturally seductive. And when you overcome your inhibition inhibitions, right? So there's that word again. Um, we had talked about reticent, um, 
innate inhibitions, right? So when you overcome your inhibitions, um, inhibitions is kind of like your weaknesses or your kind of lack of confidence or you're kind of shy. It says you're able, you're capable of depths of passion. Woo! I love this, y'all. When you overcome your inhibitions, you're capable of depths, right? That's the Scorpio side of me falling in love with that. Depths of passion that will leave your lover gasping for breath and begging for more. Ooh, listen, (laughs) I am here for it. Once your libido has been let loose, you're a very demanding lover. However, you're set in your ways and not generally given to kink, to kinky Baudor, um behavior or radical sexual experimentation. I am, I'm here for that too. Now, I'm going to call it right off the bat. Like, this would not go well with Aquarius because I feel like they're more into like the kink and stuff and like sex games. They're not going to go for it. Also would not be good with um, Aries either. Aries... The, the energy I got when I was in Aries, Aries wanted to do everything like, <laughs> like, ooh, child, right? But um, I don't know. I, I feel like I wish I had more time because then I would go like on the compatibility of like the synergy because over here is like sexual synergy. Like Taurus and Aries right here says, you two tend to approach life quite differently, yet despite your differences, passion, passionate romantic Aries poses an irresistible challenge to sensuous, affectionate romantic Taurus. Even when your ideas are poles apart, life is a lot more interesting when slow-moving Taurus and fire, fiery Aries form an intimate alliance. So there you have it. Another one. Um, ooh, since I saw the word nicely matched, I'm going to read this one too. Taurus with Virgo. This pair is nicely matched sexually and lovemaking is erotic and intense. Yes! It says Virgo may be slower to arouse. What? Slower than Taurus? Really? But Taurus's patience is legendary. Oof. With tenderness and affection, the bull easily melts the virgin's reserve. The twosome works well as long as Virgo avoids criticism. Okay? And um, Taurus keeps overindulgences to a minimum. What's another one? Let's let's check out um, Taurus or Sagittarius, and then we'll get back to the reading. It says, despite their lack of commonality, Taurus is drawn to outgoing. Oh, yeah, this is true. So despite their lack of commonality, Taurus is drawn to outgoing, exciting, fun-loving Sagittarius. Um, the passionate bull may enjoy the archer's lusty sexuality, but is easily irked by Sagittarius's devil-may-care attitude toward love. Listen, if anybody has a devil-may-care attitude, it's Sagittarius. I'm mean, just, listen, I have them in my family. I know what it is. Ah, mm. But it says, Taurus is settled and longs for security, and Sagittarius is a glam gambler and wanderer so those are just some interesting things you guys i wish i had more time this is obviously going to be a little bit of a longer reading i don't know that i'm going to get to the erotic um erogenous zones you guys this is the first time i'm I'm actually going so long into the reading but um let's let's keep reading so it says we were talking about how they're um taurus however you're setting your ways and not generally given to kinky baudor baudor behavior or radical sexual experimentation in your love life as in all other things you cannot be rushed and that that is so true i've noticed that you can't rush a bull 
you know, um, if when you think about a bull or an ox, you're not going to pull it or push it in any other way. You've got to learn how to persuade this sign. And I think that I love that energy too, um, but I don't have time to go into it. But I think that if you are ever introduced into a, a Taurus, um, when it comes to like work, working and presenting business ideas, you learn the art of persuasion. And, you know, when you literally think of a, a, um, a, a bull, you can't push it if it doesn't want to go and you can't pull it if it doesn't want to come. So how do you convince it to to go where you're going? Um, but that is an art form and that is a skill. And when you come across those types, you don't view it as something negative. You learn it as something that you can master. The art of persuasion, right? It says your sensuality, generosity, affectionate nature, and legendary staying power. Ooh-wee, y'all. Mm. Make you an excellent lover and sex is closely tied to your love of pleasure and luxury. Right? Um... I love this one because um, this is very much, you know, I and I think I, I understand why I can somehow energetically connect to Taurus um, because when you think of sensuality, especially bedroom stuff, there's something about the satin sheets and the nice, you know, like nice satin sheets and nice things around you and the luxurious bubble baths and the satin pjs and the things that smell nice like the nice candles like those things add to pleasure and there's something pleasurable about sex they say it's the best sex you can have is with a rich person or like when there's a lot of money involved it can sound bad take it for what it is but if you get it you get it i i said it it is what it is blame it on my mercury or whatever i said it and I said it with the whole entire chest. Take it for what it is, right? Um, it's that whole um, energy of like, oh, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. I already probably put my, you know, my, my foot in my mouth. So it says, you absolutely adore everything that is sensual and romantic. Oh, my God. I was just saying this. Here we go. Here we go. Phyllis Vega going to help you out. She going to help you out. And I think it's for the divine masculines who are... Taurus and or learning how to pursue and you and or you're interested in a Taurus woman. Um, here we go. She says you absolute Taurus. This is referring to Taurus. Taurus. You absolutely adore everything that is sensual and romantic from satin sheets. Y'all I don't even I'm not even reading ahead. So let's OK. Flowers, perfume, music to champagne, chocolate, exotic fruits and other delicious edible treats um this is this is going to be like uh we've talked a little bit about in our food oracles about pomegranate is very sensual it's going to give you some stamina another one is um uh dates right for those of you who like to like just nibble and snack on little things and they like get your blood going and I'm not going to get too much more explicit than that. Exotic fruits and delicious edible uh, treats. I do believe chocolate is also an aphrodisiac. It says your bedmate is practically guaranteed a sexual experience that is joyful, pleasurable and extremely satisfying. And this is interesting, too. I think that they mentioned these type of things. But keep in mind, um, 
these are nice for the romance part and the bedroom part, but you're going to also want to make sure that you give something that they can remember you by. Um, and that's from one-on-one -on -one experience with, with like my friend and her insights. But here they do mention the sensual aspects, the satin sheets, the flowers, perfume, music. And this is so cool too, because you're talking about experiences. These are things you will never forget, right? These are things that imprint in someone's mind and that makes Taurus like no one else, right? Um, so now let's get into the turn on and turn offs. And I have a feeling, like I said, I'm, I'm not going to have enough time to get into the erogenous zones, you guys. So it says Taurus is arguably the most sensual sign of the Zodiac. Really? Get out of here. Beating Scorpio Pisces. Like what? Damn. It says Taurus is arguably the most sensual sign of the Zodiac. I'd be getting crushes reading on this. Like, I think I'd want to date an Aries and a Taurus. And I, after this, like, where you at? It says, you thoroughly enjoy the one-on-one -on -one aspect of romantic relationship and the affection and intimacy it provides. In private, you make an intense bedmate, bedmate one who is happy to have the sensual encounters to have sensual encounters continue all night long. Hey, 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 listen. All night long. <laughs> Woo. So it says, sexually, Taurus is the energizer bunny of the Zodiac. You know what? Like, uh, this really surprises me. I think the other one that um, I remember, I, I think it was either Sagittarius or Capricorn. I think it was Sagittarius. And I put, um, they hold the eight position or they hold a position. Um, so I believe a Sagittarius is also an all-nighter type of energy. Um, damn. Watch out now. It says, you thrive on unhurried nights of love play. Listen, it's going to be a lot of people looking out for Taurus. I know y'all just had your birthday or whatever. But listen, if you're single, I guarantee you there's going to be... If you're a Taurus masculine, I would say pursue. Um, you know, but I think more divine feminines are going to be looking at you like, shoot your shot. And I think that... Um, for divine feminines, this is definitely beautiful energy. I think that the, the masculine's going to be looking for you. Okay. Thrive on unhurried nights of love play. Liberally punctuated with amorous conversation. And they do love good conversation. Um, like I said, because, you know, when you start to add all of these elements and experiences and they have a... Um, what was the word that was used at the beginning here that that's sticking out to me? It was um, not ethereal, uh, nebulous. They have a nebulous, excuse me, understanding of the world. And um, when you talk about maybe talking to a queen of Sheba type of energy where she is going to know all of the spices of the world, all of the linens of the world. All of the things that make the fruits exotic, all the exotic animals, all of the exotic places to visit, the conversations can be really um, pleasurable to, to enjoy, right? 
I love how she, I love um, Phyllis's Ve- Phyllis Vega's writing style too, because when you talk about liberally punctuated with amorous conversation, it's like, it's just free. It's easygoing. Punctuated is kind of like, that's what adds the excitement. I know <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say it, but some people don't know how to punctuate their sentences, but that's what gives writing its, its art form, what gives it life, what makes it exciting, right? Um, erotic fantasy and an occasional indulgence in food and drink like this is just the Taurus is very much about experiences right it is about every orifice no I didn't say that it is about every um, every sense touch smell feel um, look hearing right um, because one, yeah, yeah, they did mention so uh, sheets, flowers, perfume, music, champagne, chocolate, right? Edible. This is very much about all of the senses, right? Great conversation. It says the bull partner, the bull craves a partner who is loving yet strong and practical, right? Um. This divine feminine is definitely going to want that masculine that is protector and provider. Okay. And I love it because I think divine masculines, um, this is part of what you learn to embody. Like show the divine masculine what it means to be protector provider. I really am going to try to maybe do a second one with erogenous zones. I'm going to guess that you guys' erogenous zone is, um, let me see if I can find it real quick. It's going to be shoulders. Let me look it up real quick, you guys. Let me see. Because uh, I wanted to do this um, with you. And so I haven't looked ahead. Let me see, Taurus. But we will know next year. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Um, so uh, Taurus 3 erogenous zones. Ooh, that has favorite positions too. Mm-mm, y'all gonna have to do your own research because listen. Um, so it says here, are y'all gonna just give it to me or not? <laughs> Shoot. Okay. It says the stubborn, practical, and always composed Taurus may seem hard to get through, but let me see if I can. So they will be. If you're wanting to seduce this sensual earth sign, knowing Taurus's erogenous zones will be super handy. So first, it's important to know that each part of the human body is ruled by the 12 zodiac signs. So Aries is the head, um, and it ends with the feet, Pisces, Pisces being the feet. As the second sign in the zodiac, Taurus rules the neck. Oh, hickeys! Kissing and sucking on the neck. There we go. It says, if you think about it, the neck is absolutely critical to your sensory awareness. The neck's range of motion allows your head to move, which then allows your eyes, your nose, your um, ears to hone in on sights, smells, and sounds that give our brains critical information around our surroundings. Um, Because of the neck's involvement with our senses, it makes perfect sense that Taurus, the ruler of the neck, gets very turned on. I said it very turned on by all the five senses and is considered to be one of the most sensual signs of the souls. Listen, as a Scorpio son, okay, shout outs to you because I would have thought we were like, you know, 
the business. But listen, I'm telling you, I'm I'm gonna be checking. Let me let me let me find out. I come across a zodi a Taurus male. Like, what's good? Give me a high vibrational Taurus male, please and thank you. It says according to um, Seamus, Venus ruled Taurus. See, tends to respond to anything classy. And that's the thing about Taurus. Like, they're not raunchy at all. They're very classy. Like, don't come at my friend incorrect or just holler at her like her like somebody off the street. That's that's not what you're going to do. No, sir, no, ma'am. No, sir, no, ma'am. And that definitely goes for divine feminines. I would say um, this is also very nice for divine masculines. I love this energy. So they respond to anything classy or lux that triggers their five senses. For example, uh, scented candles, high-end perfumes or colognes, five-star meals, smooth wine, sultry music, exquisite decor can get a Taurus excited. But if you want to thrill them in a simpler way, these are erogenous zones you should focus on. Uh, traditionally, Taurus rules the neck, shoulders, thyroid gland, and vocal tract. As astrologer tells Bustle, the body part that tells your sign rules rules can be both your erogenous zones and most vulnerable area. In Taurus' case, they tend to be more susceptible to neck pain and sore throats than any other ailment. So if you have a Taurus boo, you're definitely going to want to, you know, kind of learn how to massage the back, have the right um, oils for the neck pain, you know, um, how to be gentle but firm enough. And you also want to make sure that if they're, you know, their throat chakra, anything having to do with the throat chakra, um, and so now you're making sure honey is really great for the throat. So you're going to want to make sure that you're using honey with their teas and little things um, like cough drops for them and little things to kind of just take care of their throat. This is so sweet. I know I'm going to run out of time. So it says, because of this, any kind of mis- There we go. Y'all, I, I love this. I love... Oh my gosh, this is crazy for me even as I'm reading this because I'll be saying it and then it's right there. It says, because of this, any kind of massage to the neck, especially after a long day at the office, can be catnip to them. Neck kisses, licks, nibbles, also guaranteed to put them in the mood. Hey, I'm just saying. Oh, ears. So it says, since Taurus rules the vocal cords, they tend to have nice or distinctive voices. It tends to be one of the most attractive and notable traits. For Taurus, a sultry voice whispering in their ear can be really enticing y'all i just came across something today that's called um like the whispering tactic or like whispering to manifest you might want to look into that and um just real quick off the top if you whisper something three times in someone's ear like there's something about that i just came across it today so a you add this into the bedroom you tell them what you want to do three times in their ear before they go to work what's good let them come back home to you, you know, ready to go end of the day. So, but yeah, um, and and I love this type of stuff too. Paying attention to the inflection of your voice, um, how you say things, the rhythm, the the bass or the soprano, and how musical it is. Um, I love that we were made to hear and to listen, but we can also modulate our voices. 
Um, I'm not going to have time to go into all of this, but this definitely leaves a lot of us to think about, you know, regardless of our signs, when you're at having candlelight dinner and a little bit of it kind of even goes into the sounds you're making in the bedroom, those things can be a part of what goes down. So it says, it goes back to them getting turned on through the senses. Taurus is also very responsive to physical touch. Slow kisses, light sucking on the earlobe while whispering in their ear can turn them on. Mm. As the ruler of the shoulders, so um, for you guys, uh, so it seems like, because I'm, I'm noticing that the, so it's the neck, the ears, and the shoulders. As the ruler of the shoulders, a Taurus stress and tension, Taurus's stress and tension tend to build up in that area more than other parts of their body. For them, a nice shoulder rub is always welcome. Steady Taurus, like slow. Key word here, slow. Sensual massages and touches that can savor and that can help them relax. Taurus values security. Okay? Needs to feel safe, comfortable with the person they're with before. Okay? And I love every part of this. Before they can get into the mood. And I think that that, that would just... Um, speaks to certain people's compatibility, you know. Um, it says once they're relaxed and in a safe place, and I think that, you know, if you're trying to woo a woman, I think that a lot of divine masculines underestimate how important it is for a woman to feel safe, to feel comfortable, to feel relaxed, to feel secure. And it says once they're relaxed and in that safe space, they'll be a lot more open and responsive to any moves you make. Right. So if you notice that your counterpart is not as receptive to you, what can you do as a divine masculine to make sure that you're, you know, providing that security, that they're feeling safe, you know, that that they're feeling relaxed, that it's a safe place. Okay. I know I have this thing is telling me I have 60 minutes. So let me um, let's just see how far I get. But when when the hour is up, the hour is up. I have thoroughly enjoyed this. So it says here. Going back to the book, um, it was talking about how the bull creates a partner who is loving yet strong and practical. The suitor who arrives bearing gifts and kind words easily wins your heart. Since Taurus is responsive to both material goods and heartfelt compliments. This is a whole word. This is a whole clue right here. Um, It says, making you feel safe and secure is a smart strategy for any potential lover. You guys, you know, I'm just going back and forth. I just read off of the internet from Bustle.com, the Taurus erogenous zones, the top three, and switch back over into the book and the synastry is right there. I mean, you could have, you can't make this stuff up, right? Same thing. We talked about heartfelt compliments, making you feel safe and secure, smart strategy for any potential lover. What you want most is to live in a comfortable world and have the special someone to share it. And it's funny because uh, right when we were in Taurus season, I had done a podcast encouraging women to keep that golden standard. And I noticed that during that time, it was kind of unfortunate, but I noticed a lot of conversations surrounding that element that Taurus brings, you know, and that podcast was very much in that energy. Women wanting to live in a comfortable world and have someone special to share it with. It says one night stands are not your style. 
listen i so resonate with you taurus divine feminine and divine masculine one night stands are not your style you regard love making as an art hell yeah listen i i have to double check my chart because i think i have taurus in there um but obviously i'm not going to do it on on the live and that's my personal business but yeah i i am um, this is synchronous. Anyways, it says you regard love making as an art. And when you go to bed with someone, it is to make love and not to have sex. Yes, yes, and yes. I'm telling y'all. And I want to just caution this because I know some of you are like, oh, I know Taurus and they're like, not like that. The key is this is giving you like a checklist of a high vibrational Taurus. Okay. So you're going to have people who are learning to embody these type of things. And this comes with the maturity. Um, it depends on the degrees that they that they were born with too. Some are going to be further along, but um, but just keep that in mind. You know, these are some of the traits that are in Taurus. You have some people that might struggle with that, but yeah, it's it's to make love, not to have sex. Elegant surroundings, sensuous perfumes, silky fabrics, soft music, and sex play involving delectable delicacies. Excuse me, such as whipped cream. Or chocolate or guaranteed turns on, turn ons. Now, y'all, mm. let me keep going. <laughs> it says you particularly enjoy being kissed around the neck and the throat. So it, it she had mentioned it in here, okay? Um, and having your skin gently stroked. And I think the word that keeps coming up here when we're talking about bedroom and sensuality is gentle, slow, passionate, taking your time right um having your skin gently stroked sets your whole body on fire for you making love is a process that inevitably involves wooing and protracted foreplay what the hell is that word i know nah, y'all know i have to google this what is protect protracted i might have to use that word again in the future protracted foreplay Ooh. Lasting for a long time or longer than expected or usual. <laughs> for you, making love is a process that inevitably involves wooing and protected. Listen, if you're a one minute man, I don't want no one minute man. Listen, when Mr. Elliot Elliot was talking about Cheeto, <laughs> listen. It says luxury, loving, and pleasure-oriented. You take your time in bed. Your ideal lover moves in slow, savoring, moves in slowly, savoring every moment, and builds gradually to a powerful climax. I want to check how you guys are with Pisces, because I think off the top of my head, I think you'd be compatible with Pisces. But let me just check something real quick. So Taurus with Pisces, it says in bed, sensual romantic Taurus can easily get caught up in Pisces, Jimmy erotic fantasies. I could see that. Like I was picking up on that. It says the lovemaking between you two is likely to be sensuous and satisfying, but ultimately the pragmatic, oh, straightforward bull can be irritated by the ignamic, ignamic impractical fish's inability to deal with day-to-day realities i can see that okay i can see that because pisces is very dreamy and that's why i was thinking about you know pisces you think about passionate 
kisses and dreamy and sensual, but they are dreamy and it spills over into into other areas of their life. And Taurus is very much like um, about getting things done. I could see that. What's what about like with with um, Leo? I hope I'm hitting some of your um, connections and who you might be interested in. Keeping in mind that I'm reading for Sun. Okay. I'm reading for sun placements. So it says, Taurus and Leo, be prepared for a battle of wills. Okay, that makes sense. Between the irresistible force Leo and the immovable object Taurus. Still, this can be a surprisingly loving and successful romantic union. Each of you is affectionate and loyal and you share a desire for luxury and the many other goodies life may offer. Um, Leo does like nice things, but they're more flashy. Love you, Leos. But yeah. Interesting. Um, Taurus and Gemini, since we're going into Gemini, says sexually and emotionally, both partners find a romantic union stimulating, exciting and satisfying. Interesting. And this is this makes sense, especially to me reading off the rip for Gemini, because Gemini is going to love those. um, What was the phrase that she used? Those punctuated um, conversations. So that makes sense. It says, however, the bull is likely to grow weary of Gemini, hearing Gemini chatter on and on. Gemini, I think I, I can relate to that. But listen, I'm going to do your erotic astrology next. And I'm going to love on you. And yes, uh, you guys do love to chatter. <laughs> but um, yeah, I could see that. It's okay, though. It says the swift moving twin could become increasingly annoyed by Taurus's slow reactions and stubborn plotting nature. So maybe not the best match. But if you guys know how to, you know, some things I don't, you shouldn't have to force it, but sometimes half the battle is knowing. So I absolutely, like I said, enjoyed this. Um, I want to encourage you to, to join me for future erotic astrologies. I do believe that every woman, this is part of being every woman. I think that each one of us represent um, and and it's going to there's going to be value for you to learn things from the Gemini woman and other women that are coming up in their archetype. I think it helps us to learn how to value the divine femininity in different ways. And this one, Taurus is really teaching us and is here to also learn how to master to be okay with receiving gifts, to be magnetic, to be receptive, to experience the travel and the sensuality and at the end of the day we were made to feel so um sending you so much love and um listen y'all have some good qualities this was a really nice one i enjoyed doing this one for you so i'm gonna take time to reset the energy and then we'll get into gemini astrology or want to join me over there uh for that one i'll probably do it in, in another day or two um but again, very special happy birthday to my Taurus babies and um, show us how it's done. So just going to close out with this song. I like. Oh. One of the funny things is when I was coming to my room, I was like, oh, I can't just have any water. I need to have Perrier water. So I'm going to be drinking some of that because I am parched, honey. Oh, my gosh. Mm. 
Happy birthday, happy late birthday. If you have a Taurus, now you know what you need to do. <laughs> Learn how to do massage the, the neck and the shoulders. And be okay with material. Divine Masculines pursue. Divine Feminine, be, give them a run for their money. <laughs> Bye. Hey girl, you know I love it.